0: We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Knowledge should produce thankfulness. Knowledge should produce thankfulness. When you know something, uh, it will produce a thankful heart. Um, If you were suddenly given a gift or somebody left a gift on your desk or at your door, and and you didn't know who it was, but your neighbor came by a little bit later on and said, "Uh, i seen somebody in a uh, black sedan and... uh, they were this build, and they were this, and they looked like that, and they left that left something on your porch. And as soon as they began to describe them, you knew exactly who it was. Um, and it cheered your heart to get this gift. You were happy to get what you got. And once you found out who it was, it made you even happier because now you had knowledge. And that knowledge wanted you, made you want to call them and say, What? Thank you. Knowledge should produce thankfulness. It produces it, and Psalm one hundred is that is a proof to that very point. Psalm one hundred is based completely upon the writer's knowledge of who of God and who God is. Uh, Even though we don't have a whole lot of information, it might seem like in the Psalm itself of who God is, uh, we really have. Uh, more than enough for the writer to produce a very big thank you to God. He says there in verse number five, uh, four, into into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Um, So what knowledge does the writer have? Uh, We don't know who wrote this psalm. There's no identity given to us, but what does the, what knowledge does the writer have? Well, uh, I'll submit to you, he has a lot more than I can even give to you here tonight. But um, he has two things about God. He has a personal knowledge about God, and he has a perpetual knowledge about God. Um, he has a knowledge that's personal to him. And that's found in verse 3. Uh, he says, "No, you see the word there? Uh, know ye uh, that the Lord, he is God. You know, that's what Christians are always doing. Christians are always knowing and understanding things and finding out new things about God and about their walk with Jesus. At least we ought to be, all right? Knowledge uh, is what we've been called to be growing in, growing growing grace and in the knowledge of your Lord and Savior. Um, Christians know things. And because we know certain things, it produces within us a thankfulness. I think of the, uh, uh, of the leper who was healed, right? Uh, he looked down and he sees that his leprosy has gone. He's got a knowledge, not just that his leprosy is gone, but he also has a knowledge of who took the leprosy away. And so what does the Samaritan do? He turns around and he thanks Jesus. Knowledge uh, should produce thankfulness. I, I did say should. I did not say will. <laughs> All right? I'd said should. I mean, you sometimes might do something nice for some of you parents in here, might just do something nice for one of your children, and they know where the niceness came from, but yet they don't say thank you. You know, that it should produce it. You even maybe, you probably even taught them to say thank you. And I'm not just talking about the four-year-olds, all right? So uh, we're talking about all of you. Well, knowledge should produce a thankfulness. And this writer has a personal knowledge of God. He finds that he, he tells us that the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. That's Jehovah. That's what the word Lord is there. Capital L-O-R-D is Jehovah. Uh, the, the triune, self-existing one. He is God. Uh, that ought to produce in us a thankfulness. We are serving the one true God. That is amazing that we have had this great opportunity. But secondly, he says that God made us. Amen? That's good to know too. Um, When the baby is in the womb, the Bible says that God is knitting the baby together. He is actually placing all the bones where it needs to be, and He's placing all the organs in the right spot, and He's developing the brain and the heartbeat and all the rest of it. That's God doing that, and He did that for you. He made you. And so that ought to say, we ought to be saying, Thank you, God, for making me. Thank you, God. Uh, We are not responsible. He even says in verse 3 He said, He hath made us and not we ourselves. All right? We didn't make ourselves. Well, that's obvious, right? You, you know, you didn't, you didn't put yourself together. You're not a robot here tonight, okay? We're, we're not that far along yet, all right? Uh, but well, you didn't put yourself together. Uh, you know what that should do for us? What is the psalmist saying there? He's saying this. He's saying that, that God is not only responsible for our creation, he's also responsible for our sustaining. He we ought to be thankful for this. A God that made us, we didn't make ourselves. Praise God for that. He made us. Thank Him for that. And then He says, we are His people. We are His people. He says uh, in verse 3, He says, we are His people and the sheep of His pasture. We are God's people. God's chosen people. Thank God for that. You know, He says in uh, the book of uh, First, people, he said, First Peter, He says, he "You says, uh, are a people which were not a people. That's a very odd language, isn't it? You are now a people which were not a people. You say, how, I thought we were always people. Well, he's not talking about uh, just people in general. He's saying, no, you are the people. You are the people of God. All right? You are, you are the children of God. We are his people. You know? I got my peeps, you know? And God's got it. I just had to throw it out there, you know? <laughs> And God, we're, we're God, we're His. We're, you know, we're in the inner circle, okay? We are God's people, folks, all right? That's a blessing. That's a, we get to intermingle with God, amen? Some people want to intermingle with the with rich and famous of society, you know, and, and all those kinds of things. Hey, Go back and read Proverbs chapter number 23 and be some warnings in there, you know? You, you hobnob with the rich and famous, uh, you'll find out that, uh, that it's not all it's cracked up to be. Listen, you, you hobnob with God. We're God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. All right? God takes care of us. Read Psalm 23 sometime. Uh, So uh, uh, knowledge should produce a thankfulness. It's a personal knowledge, but it's also a perpetual knowledge. We are constantly learning and experiencing the wonderful qualities of God that He has demonstrated to us. And not just us, but every generation after us gets to experience them also. So you get to experience, in verse number five, the Lord is good, all right? You get to experience that and know that and understand it's a perpetual knowledge. It's a growing knowledge. It doesn't cease. It doesn't stop. And then what do you get to do with that? Then you get to share that with your children. And then they get to share that with their children. And then you get to share it with your grandchildren. That God is what? Good. All the time. and all the time, what? God is good. Let's try that tonight, all right? All right I would, All right, you ready? God is good, and you say all the time, all right? God is good. All the time. And all the time That's right. Not all the time, all the time, John, right? <laughs> all the time, God is good and God is good all the time. And, and that's a perpetual knowledge, all right? Isn't it great that God is not like good to you just like one time? That's awesome. I mean, he could have just been good one time, and you'd have, you could say, well, he, he's good. Because he did something good for me. You know, he's good. He's never done nothing bad. He's good. But he doesn't stop being good. He keeps doing good to us. That's a blessing, folks. The Lord, the Lord is merciful. I mean, God could be merciful one time, but He's not. I mean, He's merciful over and over and over and over again. We ought to be thankful for that. When you wake up tomorrow, you say, God, I'm thankful that, you are, that I'm the sheep. Of, you say, Some people say, well, I just don't got nothing to be thankful for. And if, if you're a Christian and you ever find yourself saying that, you just go, you have my full permission to go in the front of the mirror and slap yourself upside the head, all right? Okay? I'm serious. I mean, you, you have my full permission, okay? Just go ahead and whack yourself upside the head. Say, and, and, and then look at yourself and say, you dummy, you know, what are you thinking? I, I need to go back and read Psalm 100. God is good. God is merciful. I mean, I'm a bonehead. I'm an idiot. I'm a, I can, be, I can be, do some of, the, some of the dumbest things. I can test God and tempt God and do all the rest of it. Yet God is merciful. Amen? Praise God. And then he says that he's truthful. He says his truth endureth to all generations. Praise God, the truths of God's Word never stop. They never quit. They never give up. These are eight qualities of God I just gave you. Eight reasons to be thankful for God. All right? But it's our privilege tonight just to understand a few of them. So knowledge should produce what? Thankfulness. 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 We, have a, we have a personal knowledge of God. And we have a perpetual knowledge of God. But look here real quickly and notice the thankfulness that he expresses. The whole psalm is centered on, this, on verse number 4, this thought of thanking God. It's real, it's, and it's centered in this, in, this, in this whole idea of not just thanking God, but, but enter into his courts with praise. Verse 1 says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Praising God and thanking God are essentially the same thing. When you're thanking God, you're giving honor to God and you're giving praise to God is what you're doing. This whole psalm is praising the Lord. He's not just telling them to be thankful but their thankfulness should produce a joyful song in verse number 1. Their thankfulness should be a joyful song. Be happy that you serve the Lord God Almighty. That's what he's saying in verse 1. Be happy you serve God. Be happy you don't, have, you don't serve Buddha. Be happy you don't serve Muhammad. Be happy that you're not serving some false, in some false cult or false religion tonight, be happy about that. You're serving the one true God. And then he says, serve God out of gladness. He says that in verse number 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Do what you do for God, big or small, and, uh, and do it happily. Be happy to serve God. Be a happy Christian. And then he says, sing to Him. In verse number 2, he says, come before his presence with singing. We've done that tonight. We've tried to come before God's presence tonight. We've been singing and praising God. And then be thankful. Be thankful. He says that in verse number 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. I kind of think of that whenever, when I think of entering into the gates, I think of, I think of two things. I think of, I think of when I give, when I get to heaven, what am I going to do? I don't know I'm just entering to the gates. You know, come in, thanking God, praising God, giving glory to God. You know, we ought to come into church like that. We ought to walk through the gate, if you will, the front door of the church, thanking God, praising God. We're here to praise the Lord. That's what we come here for. That's why we're here, is to give God the glory. And not only in heaven, not only in church, but in your prayer time. What's the first? When you, when you go into the gates of your prayer time, what's the first thing you ought to do? You ought to thank God. I mean, when the gates open to prayer time, you go ahead and you just go right into thanking God. God, I thank you for your mercy and your grace and your long-suffering, your goodness to me, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For the God that created us, sustains us, watches over us, and is so good and is so merciful to us. Knowledge should produce thankfulness. You know where you get the word thank from? You get the word thank, it comes from the word to think. To think. Thankfulness is thankfulness. It's thinking. These things may not necessarily all the time come natural. What comes natural is I'm having a bad day. What comes natural is I wish I wouldn't have said that. What comes natural is, oh, my back really hurts today. What comes natural is, I'm real tired. I don't feel like doing that. What comes natural is, they're calling again. That's what comes natural. All right? So, to be thankful, you got to be thinkful, you got to think on some things, and knowledge. Knowledge that God is good, God is merciful, that He created you, He sustains you, that you're His peeps, all right? That you're one with God, and God is one with you. He is all in all. Therefore, be thankful, be joyful, be glad to serve Him, sing to Him, sing in the house. Your kids won't mind it too much. Just give praise to God. Amen. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Good to have you tonight. Renee, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you all for sharing some of your praises and your prayer requests. I didn't ask anybody if anybody had a prayer request tonight. I should ask that. Some of you expressed those already.